this episode wasn't as good as the last episode, was it? Not really. I feel some kind of way. I, I thought we was gonna I thought we was gonna be riding a real big high. And it just seems like it wasn't as interesting. And I think I know why. <laughs> It, it was it was the daily, the daily was probably really really awesome, and we didn't really get to experience it like that. I think it you was know because Anissa, that's just just heartbroken. How so? I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> that's why I was like, what? <laughs> no, I think honestly, I was I was trying to figure out who was where. Everything was just so jumbled and confused. I didn't like the way they edited it. I think they could have edited it better. It's just, honestly. I think you're 100% correct. I think that was exactly the problem was the way it was edited. I think this is a perfect case for why you got to film it more as like, you know, how, how they film the Olympics or actual sports shows. This one looked really, really interesting. And I think it would have been much better if they portrayed more of a side-by-side, more of the seeing of the times. This was more like a collage. It was more like a quick cut, jumping from here, jumping from there, jumping from there. Like, you could have used that in the fucking trailer. We're here during the episode. We want to see how this thing is unfolding. I agree. Which is kind of funny because some of the biggest arguments for so far this season is that it's overproduced or giving us too much stuff. It's not simple. Yeah. Well, doing it with the way Malik says is simplifying it a bit much. I think it was over stylized with the way they did well, it. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the thing. Like that's that's the that's like the common the common uh like disagreement argument thing that's bothering people is that there's just like a a lot trying to pull you in. I don't hate about the high production value. I think that's a great thing. But I think specifically in this case, not doing this particular uh daily like that it really really because uh, this whole episode was light it, it was light work real light work <laughs> we couldn't tell it <laughs> tell it come back i was just joking that's that's how uninteresting the daily was that he took his headphones off and left <laughs> like or maybe he's just that depressed because anisa broke her f- arm I, I thought it was her ankle i'll be honest with yeah, the way she it, fell it was weird that it was her shoulder that um that really took the hit on that but let me go ahead and bring this episode in real quick hey tyler welcome back good to have you bud i switched chairs so you guys would stop making fun of me so what, was, what your old crusty chair this Yo, chair, your chair is, is mad crusty it was, All right. it was free i found it <laughs> oh my God. let me go ahead and bring this episode in <clears throat> What's really good, Potsters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. And what's up, everybody out there? Nadine, I see you. Who else is out there? Chrissy was good. Chrissy. Miranda was popping. Glad to see all of you guys here with us while we talk a whole lot of shit about this boring ass episode. Find myself siding with the people that I never thought I would side with in my life. Who did you side never. with? Well, I sided with Josh, shockingly. 
a lot this episode. We, we got to give Josh's credit. Josh is out here talking to people and training and, and like showing people how it's done and stuff. He's talking to these rookies. It's fucking mind boggling, but it's growth. And I, I love to see growth. I mean, here's the thing that we have to understand with Josh. Josh was born into this big brother alliance. He was forced to be in it because that's what show he came from. So naturally he's with them. And even if you're a big brother fan, I don't think the challenge community as a whole takes to big brother very well. Like they have other shows. And because of that, we kind of all look at big brother in a negative light. And like, the really like, like, like if, if Casey was a guy, not that many people would like her. They'd be like, oh man, this dude's boring. But because <laughs> she's a girl that's badass, we are okay with her being boring. Since so. when is Casey liked? Uh, compared, <laughs> to like, not... compared to Fessy and Josh, she's well yeah, liked. She, yeah. Okay, the issue with Josh is not that he's a part of this Big Brother Alliance. Big it's, Brother Alliance. It's the Big Brother Alliance. Still talking like he has marbles in his mouth, which bothers the shit out of me. But nonetheless, um, he he just was a big crybaby and he's whiny and it gets annoying. It grates on your nerves. Like my issue with Josh had more to do with his fact that he's been like irritating and like he goes out of his way to be obnoxious. At least that's what it seems like because he wants camera time and he knows that's what gets him camera time is standing on bars screaming at somebody or crying or being psycho. I, I definitely feel you in that one because Josh always gives this aura of, uh, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a real guy and, you know, I'm loyal and I'm true. And to me, a lot of stuff about him for a long time seemed very fake. All of these big outbursts that he's having, all of this other stuff that he's going through, it all really seemed because it, it screams, gives, give me camera time. And especially with yes. the whole thing with Gus, exposing him, saying, yo, let's get into a fight to make sure we get camera time, make sure we get talked about. But it seems to be working in Josh's favor because the more we hate him, the more value it brings to Bunham and Murray and MTV. And they see the value sure. in having somebody a lot of people could focus their hate on. I mean, you thought people used to hate Amanda? She's an afterthought right now. She had a kid and got boring. <laughs> I don't know what happened. She better get, she better get out there and start stirring the pot. We're not going to see her next season. I mean, she's really mellowed. Where's the devil? I need right? my Satan. Like, right? she needs to play up this character that she wants to be on TV. That's why she gets <laughs> cast. Um, but the biggest issue I have, and maybe it's because it's 2021, and so I'm like, you know, I think we're like an open mind and everything. If Josh was a female, though, would we ever care that he was crying all the time? Yes. Or making it really... Like, really, would we, though? Because do people constantly say, like, oh, my God, Ashley's drunk and crying again. Like, do they dog her for that all the time? Yeah. Do mm. they? Like, Amber? Cara got, Cara okay. got dogged for it a lot, too. She okay, how was about, how about a this? big, heavy crier. How about this? Amber B has been complaining about 75% of the episodes that she's been on the challenge so far. She has Is been she, caught complaining about stuff. Those are legit. She has been under, she has no, been I, under I'm attack, just saying. I'm just saying, though, she complains more than any other new person we've had in the past three or four seasons. She's under Maybe. attack. I'm not saying I'm not saying that she's wrong for doing it, but I mean we kind of let her go with all of her complaining and whining because Nadine calls it Emmy is driving me nuts for the same reason because she won't stop whining. Like she she she's queen of cringe. Like every single time she's on the screen or speaks, she like makes me go 
like that, like she's whining the entire way. And I want her just to go home. Well, well, speaking of Amber, let's go ahead and jump into that, because that was a big part of the A Block drama, which was actually very underwhelming. Um, Amber is super pissed that she got crossed by her Big Brother alliance. She's crying about, you know, never feeling like she was really a part of it. Um, being a part of it and being at the bottom, she's crying into Josh's arms in the rain, which MTV was sure to point out. And um, the main thing is she feels very, very betrayed, but Fessy feels very justified in his actions. He feels like Josh was wrong for blowing up the way that he did. Uh, what is your guys' take? Do you believe that uh, Amber should feel betrayed? Do you think Fessy is vindicated and didn't do anything wrong? Or just some... You know, some form of, of more than one thing can be true. What do you guys think? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. No, wait. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me Jesus twice, shame Christ. on me. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> I just don't like go back to people that do me dirty and be like, I'm going to be friends with you because you might do me dirty again. Like Amber. So that's why I don't know that phrase and that catchphrase. But that's essentially what this was. They did her dirty last season and she's playing naive because all the vets are supposed to work together, which is fine, but like, don't make them your number one, two, and three when they did you dirty last season. This is more of a shame on Amber for falling into a trap of comfortability. Well, for Amber, it's more, I think Josh really pushed her into this. Amber at the very beginning is like, I don't trust them. I don't feel like they're, they have my back. I'm they, she was very much on the point where she was not going for it. But Josh got in her ear was like, no, they're good. They don't care. Water under the bridge, blah, 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 all that shit. So he convinced her to trust them again. So technically it's not on her, it's on him. Now, Josh's reaction, I think, was a little bit extra, a little bit blown out of proportion. Um, I kind of think that maybe he could have toned it down a bit, but I know that it's his character to be way overboard like if it's supposed to be at a at a 10 he's at a 25 so that's just his personality but i i think that amber's justified i feel like josh is overplaying his hand and needs to tone it down just a bit okay i think it's definitely more than one thing could be true i think amber 100 percent has the right to feel betrayed she was and part of it is josh's fault josh was just like yo come back into big brother Everything's going to be cool. I'm going to square everything away. Everything's going to be fine. And she let her guard down. And that was her mistake. She should have known better. She thought that she had the protection of being in the alliance with Big Brother. And she thought that she had the protection of the Vets Alliance. So she's being betrayed on two fronts. She has every right to be throwing a complete fit over the way she, she has been treated and coming back as a as and coming back on her second year after being a champion, she probably was expecting a little bit more res, uh, more respect to be thrown on her name. Fessy, on the other hand, is not vindicated at all. Uh, not only are you voting in another vet, which everybody in the house agreed not to do, you're voting against somebody in your alliance. This just screams how untrustworthy Fessy is or not standing by it. I mean... There's no good possible reason for throwing in Amber besides you're still fucking butthurt and thinking she's going to come after you with what fucking army? It was a dumb move. It, it, it was a dumb move, and it, it should have never even gotten that far. All reality, never thought I'd be saying this again, should have fucking listened to Josh. 
Oh God, what what have we become? Look at us bigging up Josh. You go, Josh. You still got me blocked on Twitter. Well, it's still early. You never know. This could change very quickly over the next couple of weeks. But we're giving him the benefit of the doubt. You never know. Maybe Josh has changed. Maybe he's a different man. I just think the edit's different. That's all it is. It's just the edit's different. They wanted to get us to get somebody to, that we hate and everything and a common enemy for some of our favorite veterans. And it was an easy target. And now, now they don't need to do that anymore. And it's like uh, we see these character changes all the time with our challenge you know, favorites. Mm-hmm. And, you know, CT is the person that people didn't like because he always outbreaks and everything. So maybe this is our turning point. We're going to look back in three seasons and be like, Josh is finally on team good guy. I, I, I can definitely see that coming. Uh, before we move into the daily, anything else from the A Black drama you guys want to get into? Of course, there was Logan and Big T. I think we all love that. Um, there was um, my favorite was Corey and Emmanuel. She was she was giving off creeper vibes. I was just like, all right, look at you all over Jordan uh, 2.0, like three episodes Laser removed from Kells being bounced. Uh, the you wish know. version of Jordan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we got, uh, you know, Nani Huey uh, solidifying their, their um, teammanship. I'm pretty sure that's not a word, but whatever. You guys ready to move on to the daily? <laughs> well, what is the I word? I just got to say... Michelle left as soon as Michelle left. Tori was like, I got you. I, Nadine, I, I, Nadine said Michelle's bed wasn't even cold. Yo, these are facts. <laughs> Man, I really thought, totally I, started talking as you typed that in. <laughs> yeah, I really thought old girl wasn't really looking for uh, distractions. But, you know, I guess it is what it is. Apparently, she's doing the Dennis Rodman where you don't just get one rebound, you get 20 rebounds. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. How are you going to play Dennis Rodman like that? Wait, no. wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. Because so, okay, wasn't Fessy her rebound? Yeah, but apparently she wasn't good for one rebound. And if you didn't know, Dennis Rodman has like 150, 20-plus rebound games. That's where the reference comes in. He's oh, the yeah. best rebounder the game's ever seen. God, so, you, know, you ever see the guy who didn't want to score as much as he did? The energy he oh. bought night in and night that's out. Me. He's the Not fucking 90s, man. No, he was all about getting that ball to the other side. I'm excited I'm for that catching, 48 catching. hours in Vegas. That's what I'm excited for. I'm super excited for that. That's a 30 for 30 but, coming up, right? Yeah. Wait, I think what happened? A, are you gonna be yeah, a movie? He, They're making a documentary or a movie about what Dennis Rodman did when he bounced for 48 hours in the middle oh. of the Bulls championship season. He just, he, just, he just dipped and went to Vegas for two straight days. Yeah, uh, and and, and Michael Jordan had to go get him? Yeah, and did he appear in like uh, the WCW or it was like an award show or something? It was, it was super he crazy. He did something, but, but yeah. that's what Tori's doing. She's playing the Dennis Rodman right now, you know? All right, moving She's on to exploring. this daily. Yeah, exploring. Let's go ahead and move into this daily. Today's daily is going to be called Mindfeld. And these are the kind of dailies that make me excited. Because these kind of dailies kind of showcase what we might see in a final. In all reality, I really think that each season should have a mini final, which could be a purge halfway through the season, or even two of them wouldn't be bad on episode five and episode 10 mark, or something like the episode six and the episode 12 mark. Those would be great for mini finals and purges uh, to get really get to see what everybody can offer. Because I'm sure a lot of a lot of rookies you know, their stock would really rise or really drop if we got to see it. So I was really excited for this daily 
Um, you know, it, it, it's physical, it's a puzzle, it's math. So a lot of great things about it. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. The way that it was edited. It, it looked like a montage. It looked like, you know, it looked like something ESPN would show at the end. I really thought they should have broke it down a little bit better. I think it should have been a little bit more side by side. I thought it should have been presented more as a, a broadcast over you know, just this montage. So that was really my my only my only criticism when it comes to this daily. Uh, what was your guys' takeaway? Everybody sucks at math, apparently. <laughs> I, like, like I, I agree with you, and I think I said that earlier about the way it was it was filmed. I didn't like it or edited more to the point, not necessarily film, but edited. Um, and honestly, with how much. Like, it's as bad as when people don't know how to swim. Like, there's usually swimming and there's usually math. So, but like, but you can justify, like, I'm afraid of water. I almost drowned. You can't be like, I once got a math problem when I was three and it scared me. Like, you can't, like, (laughs) can't, like, justify it like that. Listen, I hate math. It doesn't compute right. I need calculators. I have never been good at it and that's just my greatest fear it's one of the reasons why i could never be on one of these shows because i would blank i would fail every time now i think that these people really need to go home and work on their math skills and hopefully (laughs) this will change in the future uh but at the end of the day yeah i think that math skills at the end of the day do need to be as important as everything else because apparently the challenge loves watching people struggle through the math sections. Absolutely. One one of the other big moments that took place during this daily is we see Anissa got hurt. Um, She was climbing the wall and then fell down or jumped off and her shoulder went uh, kaput. I put earlier that no, no challenger in her whole career has gotten more pity than Anissa. And it's really sad to see her go out this way because the way that the vets are running shit, she had a real shot at making a final. Winning one, listen, I love Anissa, but I really do not see her winning any, unless it's a big team thing of a team of at least six. I really, and even then, even then, I mean, what, you're gonna, you really don't have at least six people you wouldn't want on your final team over Anissa. Unless this is something like one of those old school cutthroats or infernos where it's huge, huge teams. I don't really see her winning, but I really thought she could have gone far. I really thought this was going to be one of those seasons where she gets knocked out in elimination right before the final. Um, but it looks like she won't be able to come back. Um, it's really bad for Logan, who's not going to have a partner. And her oh. season is done. Yeah, you are, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> but not even getting that. Like, at the moment of her leaving, I think that's a great thing for, for him. Here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. It finally came back. Because, like, what have, what have people been saying? Like, man, Anissa's got to get in better shape. She's got to be ready for these things. She's got to be, like, able to do all these things that she used to be able to do. And she's not taking this serious. And then people are like, well, look, she wins dailies without it. She does fine without it. It caught up with her. And what's crazy is you see this with like professional athletes all the time where they kind of play and you're like, maybe they should hang it up. And then all of a sudden they just start breaking down towards the end of their career. And that's how they kind of finish. Like almost better to try and go out healthy than to try and give it one more sometimes. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? 
Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek, Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Yeah, um, and, and, and this isn't the first injury we've seen from her. She has bounced on several seasons because of injuries. I mean, there's been several, I mean, even the spinoffs, she had to bounce from injuries. Well, she ran into CT. That The one, the knee thing, that's, t- or ankle, whatever that was, that's all about just getting hit by CT. But like on Dirty 30, <laughs> Dirty 30, she like rolled her ankle walking off a challenge. Like, yeah. I don't know how serious that rolled ankle was on Turkey. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You don't, here's the thing. When, when we talk about people being in shape, you don't have to like be a bodybuilder or be like able to run like 10 miles at a time, but like go do yoga, like be flexible, make sure your joints are like in position, like stretch, like take care of your body in some way where you can overcompensate for not being like a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? Or, like being a good swimmer, like you can still do things and not lift weights to like make sure these injuries don't happen. Anissa right now, in my opinion, is not built for a regular challenge. She's built for an all-stars challenge. A team um, challenge. But, well, an all-stars version of the challenge because they're a little bit easier. They're not as overtly physical as uh, the regular challenges. Um, I think, yeah, I think she should probably stick to all-stars. I don't know if, if a, lot of our, a lot of challenge fans are like hearing that. Because they all want all their favorite OGs to come back. But the All-Stars is the easy way out. And, like, they can't hang <laughs> with the new, the new cats and everything. I want to say it's an easy, easy. I mean, the competition uh, wasn't the most toughest this time around. But I think it's just going to get better. I mean, they're still, giving, they're still giving out half a million. I would still count this very much as, a, as just as good as a regular challenge win. I mean, wouldn't you? I do. I think that it does count. I just, I, I think that it's a little versus, bit easier. I count champs versus pros and champs versus stars. Like I, I do too. The exact same thing. They like, have the best in the world, CM Punk. Yeah, playing against celebrities is the same thing as playing against rookies. It's the exact same thing. Mm. Absolutely. Well, when it comes to the daily, CT and Burner gets the W. Um, we see Josh schooling Logan. Now, Logan wants to go in because... Word is going around that if Anissa isn't able to come back, there probably won't be a female elimination. He's going to go in. He looks at this as a prime opportunity to go in. This also plays out during club night with Devin pretty much like, yo, you want to go in? Go in. Because anytime somebody says they want to go in, as long as it's not your name being called, you're mm-hmm. going to be in a good position. So. Josh over in the corner, like, I told you not to do this. Yes. Um, For me personally, I... And listen, we really got to do a video on breaking down people who voted themselves to go in, not including yes. the gold skull twist. Um, I don't think it's as bad as people think it is, but the fact that he wants to go in, choose his own partner, take control of his own destiny, I fucking loved it. This is one of the best things about the challenge. Hey, I know it's risky. I'm going to bet on myself, and I want to go in to pick my partner. How did you guys take... Um, with with two fronter, how did you guys how do you guys feel about Logan wanting to take control of his own destiny 
And Josh really stepping, one, stepping up his mentor game, putting Logan kind of under him and as a rookie and as a stronger rookie, which I think is a great move. And Logan just saying, you know what? I'm going to put my balls on the table. I'm going to go out and get mine and take control of my destiny. Logan made a good choice, in my opinion, because it's easier, in my opinion, to win some of these challenges as a individual than being stuck with a partner. So it it does make life a little bit more competitive. It makes the game more competitive. So you're not like if he had taken like if Emmy was his partner, like she's strong, but could she necessarily handle everything? You don't know. It, it becomes a point where you're like, eh, uh, I'd rather do it by myself. I'm good. And then, like you said, he gets to pick his own partner. So I can understand the logic behind it. I think it's smart. Um, it it is, it is a, a you know a roll of dice. You could end up with the bad side, but it's better to at least put yourself in that position. Um, and Josh is just trying to gather allies right now. He burned a lot of bridges with his you know former alliance members, so he needs numbers because he knows that if he's got bad you know bad taste in his mouth, and these two. Casey and Fessy are very likely to win dailies. And if they threw an ember, very, very likely they will throw him. All right. And Tyler? So two things. Let's comment on Josh first. Um, So I've been noticing, this is mainly more this season, but Josh, I feel like, I don't know if I can confirm this, he's kind of studied the game in the offseason. And... He's taking note from a veteran, not as good as they are, but he's playing a very similar game. And that veteran is Evelyn. He's playing almost identical to like her play style of make sure those that want to work with you, you're very loyal to them, bring them in, make them feel comfort, comfortable. But as soon as you feel a little bit of vulnerability, go get those that are on the bottom and start working with them. We've seen Evelyn do this before. She did it, really, she did it almost very well on Fresh Meat too until the whole thing imploded, but you know, but that's what he's playing right now. And I think it's fantastic to see. I think he's actually becoming a student of the game and I think he's taking it serious and it, it shows now with Logan, if he doesn't nominate himself to go in more than likely, he'll get whoever's left over as a partner, which will probably be a rookie. Then he'll be in next week in a rookie rookie team, probably getting sent in anyways. So you know what, if you're going to get sent in next week or sent in this week, you might as well try and get yourself a better partner because as of this episode, there was only one rookie rookie team, I believe, which, yes. which is Emmy and Gabo. So more than likely, you're probably going to end up with another rookie. So get yourself on a team with a vet or get out of there. Very true. Very true. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's really great. I don't get me wrong. I always have the people I like. I always have the people I dislike, the people I root for. And and whatnot. I, I can't always be an unobjective challenge fan. Even while podcasting, the people I like always sh- shines through. But I am always willing to change my mind when presented with new information. Josh, for one, has been less annoying. He has been better to watch. I like this I've been here for a while mentor role that he's taken. I think this... I mean, I said this before, this is going to end up being Josh's best season. I think we're going to see him in the final. Uh, But that really depends on how this whole Big Brother Alliance thing goes. And we see him and Casey get into it in the kitchen where they kind of just agree. You know, they wish each other the best of luck and agree to, uh, to, to separate. 
I actually thought in that argument, Josh made very good points. He said, you guys always try to discredit what I'm saying. I don't feel like I'm being heard. You guys say I'm being immature. And even though he did blow up on Fessy, I think he really blew up because one, his feelings was hurt. Probably felt like he was being lied to. And he loves the Big Brother Alliance. I think he felt like the Big Brother Alliance was, you know, being, uh, you know, attacked and is being dismantled against all of the work that he puts in. So, under the assumption that Josh would make a final with the way he's playing, does can he do it without the Big Brother Alliance? Does he need the Big Brother Alliance to be great in this? He needs other people. Uh, he, he needs to replace the Big Brother Alliance with strong uh, other players, whether it be rookies or with um, vets. Um, I think that that's something that really needs to be kind of his focus is getting allies. Now, when it comes down to the whole situation, he was third, Amber B was fourth. It's always going to be Casey and Fessy at the top of the, of that, you know, of that mountain. So if they're going to have to sacrifice somebody, it's always the last person in that grouping. And it was always going to be Josh. So I think it's about time that he steps away from it because at the end of the day, he is not looked at as a strong player, even by his own alliance. That's mm -hmm. kind of what's funny. And the things that everybody else was saying about him, he's too emotional. He's, you know, he's always this and he's always that. He's being so extra is the things that they defended him against when other people were attacking him and now they're using it against him. So... I personally think How Josh the tables would have look really good in a final. He's a great partner, super, super like motivational. He pushes people in the right way. He's able to be, he's pretty good at everything. He's not great at a single thing, but he's competent at a lot of things. Like I think he could perform very well in a final. Like I really, I really think he could. I don't think he'd flop in, a, in, in anything and I don't think he'd be like the fastest at anything, but I think he would do a good job. And here's the thing, talking about him making if he's not with Big Brother, Every final we've ever had, when it's not teams, there's been, when it's not like big teams, like anything with pairs or singles, we've seen a minority member enter in. There's not just like the majority alliance dominates a final. There's always somebody that sneaks in every season. Like last year, somehow CT snuck in, you know, like every year. <laughs> Just funny. Slides under the I radar. Saw, somebody posted on one of the Facebook groups, and it was like CT, the CT eight episodes in, and it just shows like it's like Shaquille O'Neal behind a tree. Like you can see he's there. And then just like the next picture, the next picture is like poking his head kind of around the tree. It's like we know you're there. And he just like kind of waits. Like Yeah, CT has been mastering this laid back, don't come for me. I'm not rocking the boat. I mean, we hardly even seen him. I mean, the channel tossed him some bone when they're like, hey, why don't you describe today's daily? We'll see, if, you know, if you use it or make a joke about, you know, burning the circus. And that's it. He is not rocking the boat. He is not making waves. He's not doing, you know, he, he's married, so he's not hooking up and stuff. It's, it's crazy just seeing this elder statesman role has been fitting him like a glove and he's going to ride it until the wheels fall off. And soon he's going to be the next Johnny Bananas where everybody is going to start talking about, um, hey, as soon as we get in there, we need to get him out. We they need to get him that. out. Huh? They, tried it, they tried it last season. Yeah. It didn't work. 
It didn't work. I'll be honest. The thing is, is, he, is CT has a better, I think, overall better track record when it comes to eliminations. And people don't want to see him down there. They're scared no. that he'll they'll end up going against him. Depends on who you talk to because people will be like, CT has five elimination losses. But like, if you go and look at some of those, like two of those are like DQs. One's Adam. Like, yeah. get out of here. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, if he's yeah. on his own, he'll kill you. People need to stop being shook. People are so scared that everything's going to be a, a, a hall brawl. But, but Fessy is able to skate by so much because nobody wants to go against him in elimination. But there's going to be a lot of eliminations that he's going to be bad for. There's, I mean, of course, eliminations all involve physical stuff. And, but you never know when it's going to be, you know, a straight up puzzle or just something completely random. That might, you know, that might be bad for a bigger guy. I think people really not need to stop being shook and start throwing in the people you need to get out. Like, Fessy isn't going to get thrown in because nobody wants him coming after him. Fessy's best thing isn't that he's good at eliminations. It's that he wins a lot of dailies. That's the best yeah. thing about him. I'm waiting for somebody to get, like, voted in as a house vote. And then when they get down there and they see what it is, be like, hey, give me Fessy. I'll take him out for you. Like, I'm just waiting for it. Like, somebody's going to have to step up eventually. That is a strategy that will. is completely underutilized. But let's go ahead and move on to nominations. Something that should have been pretty easy going, uh, considering the fact that Logan's already talking about he wants to go in. And of course, we have the rookie, rookie team. Oh my so, God, Hugo. Huey. Huey, Hugo. So Same difference. It really shouldn't have been a big thing. Um, I did miss one part of it, and I need you guys to fill me in. Uh, I came back and it was some point where Amber was like spazzing out on Fessy. He was like, what do you mean talk about a clean game? So they were talking, <laughs> CT was talking about, he's like, all right, apparently Logan wants to go in. We're going to vote in Gabo. Let's just keep it clean, guys. Like that way we don't have to say a girl's name. If you guys vote in Logan, it'll just be a guy's name. We can keep everybody safe. And then Fessy's like, everybody, right, like, CT's not going to blow up his own game right now. Everybody right here is playing a pretty clean game. And then Amber's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, are we really going to talk about this right now? And she's like, no, we'll talk about it later. Like, and did they ever talk about it? They no. didn't show it again, but they will. I'm sure they did, but it probably wasn't as entertaining. Yes. I was going to say, she did blow him up right there. She was like, uh, clean? She kind of <laughs> just like, she kind of did like one of those like, <laughs> Like, yeah, like a little laugh. And then everybody believe, turned and looked at her. I can't believe like you even just said shocked. that shit. The shock on her face, like, are you high? Like, did you not remember what you did last week? So I so, I thought it was comical. I loved it. <laughs> you know, one thing I did, one thing I did love is I, I loved seeing uh, Gabo do a lot of talking. Gabo is this big, dumb idiot. And he seemed perfect for uh, uh, Warsaw Shore or whatever it is. He would be perfect. Big, dumb meatball. But I don't want to be just popcorn muscles. <laughs> but you know what? It, 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 but he does seem pretty likable. So I did like him. Uh, I did like the fact that we got to see a lot from him today. Um, but he's a, much, he's a much more likable Vinny. Not, not Uncle Vinny, but like Vinny with Sarah. Yes. Like, uh, yes. He's, he's, a, he's a much more likable Vinny is what I'm I took, saying. I took a shit this morning that was more likable than Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that guy's fucking scum of the earth. Oh, God. You know, that whole incident shows what a good guy Wes, Wes was. Because Wes was just like, Wes was so mad about that. He stood up for Mandy. 
uh, the way probably that's what a lot of people wasn't. Was. Weren't they dating? No, they were exes. Uh, they were exes at the uh, yeah, it was Battle of the Exes. Uh, Battle of the Exes. Battle of the Exes won. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah, really, really, real foul thing. I really like the way TJ handled that. TJ came in like, we don't do that here. You're gone. And just no sympathy. And the way that everybody felt for Sarah, you know, those kind of emotions. Uh, and, and granted, we shouldn't be able to get those kind of emotions from actions like what Vinny did. But those kind of uh, emotions and those kind of incidents are the things that really made the challenge what it was. And the, the outpouring of support for Sarah after that, you know, it was really, really heartfelt. So, I mean, Sarah but, but, got screwed multiple seasons by her partners just quitting on her. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Tyler. Do you feel otherwise? I don't know. Like maybe you could have controlled your partner better. Maybe don't just hook up with people that you think you'd partner up with. Like fight with better people. Like she, uh, like she hooked up. She hooked Tyler, up with Vinny. Yo, she hooked up Tyler's with Vinny. Over here he like, wasn't a good. I'm just saying. Tyler's over here like herself. Yo, Tyler's fucked up. He's over here like you know what you could have done. You could fuck better people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she hooked up were, with Jordan. Yeah, she learned from How did her that turn she, out? Slept, she slept with a better person and she oh, won. We are not getting into this at all. At all. <laughs> Str- up, no. Strategical apolidicking no. is what I, that was. Strategical? Making... <laughs> is that a word? Strategical. <laughs> strategic. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's very strategic. Strategically, I think, is what you mean to say. I'm making an executive decision and we're stopping that talk. Pause. Um, let's go ahead. <laughs> this is another discussion so, for another day. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That would be a good. That would be a good breakdown, though, to see how Paula Dickin, who had the most successful Paula Dickin in challenge history, yeah, except for somebody's, somebody's gonna listen Actually, to this and comment down below that I'm sexist or some shit. No, 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 no. It always guys happens. Too. No, we know your team, good guy. But moving on, um, we have this whole elimination. I mean, this whole nomination. And Huey decides to speak. I like Huey. Okay. I do too. Okay, real quick. And I'm just going to say pause beforehand. And I only mention this because my, my wonderful, beautiful kids are sitting there watching the challenge with me. And they're just like, and they would talk about Huey's butt. And they say, yeah, he got his butt done. Is it, and I'm just sitting there like, well, I never even noticed because I never, I never looked. Uh, did you guys notice that Huey has a, a, a big backside? I don't pay attention. I uh, I don't know. Yeah, any of you guys out there? I didn't know, notice. I, I I'm more looking at the legs and looked. the arms before I look at the booty. And by the time we got there, we didn't get a good shot since. So uh, anybody out there knows about Huey's ass? We would love to hear about it. Oh, uh, Nadine they said they it, talked about it. Did they? Where? What did they say? I must know. Um, but <laughs> we're yeah. intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Huey pipes up and he makes this huge fucking scene. And everybody at this point is suffering from secondhand embarrassment. Um, and I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, yo, Huey, chill. Do you want to go in? Making a huge scene right before a nomination or during a nomination is a good way to get yourself thrown in. I'm pretty sure there was a significant percentage of people who probably did vote Huey in just off of making an ass from himself. Uh, what did you guys make of Huey's fucking temper tantrum that he threw during nomination? I, one thing I got to ask, who is more dramatic, Ashley or Huey during these elimination this season discussions? Is Huey. <laughs> no, I mean, if you look at him, like when he started freaking out, I had visions of Ashley from what was it? It was like World of Worlds or was it Total Madness where she's like freaking out and stomping on tables and just 
oh, it was it was it was total madness because wasn't she going after bananas at the time or somebody? She was fighting with somebody. There was but, several seasons where she freaks out. I mean, Hurricane Ashley is a is definitely a name. That don't vote Ashley earned. into elimination. <laughs> that's all, but that's all it is, though. She's not really like more dramatic throughout the season. It's just like when she's a known target and people are saying her name. That's when she loses her shit. Calling her a snake and everything. That's what that's what it was. Yep, but, I saw. I mean, Huey way over blew it because he's like, you're making it seem like I'm a bad person for taking your partner. You never like. I don't know if he's really trying to play a super clean game, thinking that, you know, these people should approach him and say, hey, don't steal my partner. Or if he just doesn't understand how that works. Maybe I'm just confused. He's just a rookie. That's all this is. Honestly, he's just fresh. He's new. He, he thinks the game is still like we all live together. We're all roommates. That means we're all friends. You know, we hang out and do rock climbing and puzzle challenges together guys we go on groupons to these challenges like that's what he thinks <laughs> going on like you're gonna win and share the prize with me like he just he, i think he just he's very naive about it and i think he's not he's not expecting to cut through i think he's probably a really nice person in 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 person i just think naturally he is and so he's not used to this cutthroatness that's all but i mean he'll he'll get there He'll get there. They all get wheeled so down and grind it out. <laughs> Eventually, he'll get angry, too. I think, yeah, honestly, yeah. having QA back would you know actually be very interesting. Absolutely. Anybody who's going to be successful at this game is kind of going to have to go through that process. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's Most Dangerous Podcast. Let's go ahead and move on to elimination. It looks like Logan and Anissa has been voted in. Logan comes down and TJ t- and, and TJ just like, well, you ladies aren't off the hook. And then we go to a commercial and then he comes back. He was just like, always expect the unexpected. Nani said it best. Why, why does he do why this? Does he why does do he get, shit? Yeah, exactly. Now, listen, I understand he does it every once in a while, and that's cool. But we got to have four or five episodes in between. You can't do the shit every two episodes. It gets old and it gets tiresome. And now what it is, something that I would never regularly use to describe TJ, it, it seems cheap. It seems cheap and overdone. You got to stop doing this like, oh, it's going to be a big twist. Da, 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 da. It's one of the things that keep it Johnny Bananas way, all this twist shit. So... I, I love TJ to death, but he could go for a little bit of shutting the fuck up there. Mr. TJ, you need to calm down. Don't <laughs> nice do that, accent. Mr. TJ. So, <laughs> this is going to be an easy vote for the agency. Logan is going down. Throwing in the rookie rookie team is the easiest thing for CT and um, Burner to do. So, it's going but to he be. He wanted to go down. He yeah. wanted to go down. So, there's no oh, yeah, because he comes back. Exactly. Because Gab- Gabo wanted to switch partners. Logan wanted to go in. This is very easy for the guys. Um, so it's going to be Logan versus Gabo. And God, you know, I love the challenge, but we haven't seen any heavy hitters into eliminations yet. And I think this is one of the reasons of why there's been a couple of complaints about how this season is going. 
We haven't seen Josh's down there. We haven't seen Ashley's down there. Our CTs and Fessies. I think what this is doing is instead of stretching the stuff out all season, it, it, when the when the vets start to turn on each other, it is going to be fucking atomic. It is going to be so fucking bad. I mean, all reality I for we the were vets. Friends. I have to give all of my hats off for the vets. The reason why I give my hats off to the vets is for a vets taking out rookie season, which is a very common fucking thing. That, but the vets taking out the rookies, this is some of the most effective I've ever seen them be. Everybody I mean, they wanted be- an old school game. They want exactly. old school to come back. That's what well, this the, is. The twist we've seen this really for helps years. them, though. Yes, the we've seen this for really years. Them. It has hardly ever been this effective. They are systematically, I mean, outside of fucking Fessy, fucking the shit up and voting in a vet. I mean, this is systematically take out rookie after rookie after rookie. Here goes even what's worse. They know they're doing it. And they're powerless to stop. And the funny thing about it is they outnumbered them in the beginning. It wasn't even hard. We know the vets are going to take us out. We have the numbers right now. We need to make sure that every time a rookie is voted in, we're taking a vet in with us. All we got to do is keep our votes the same. It was that simple. And it would have been even. Um, I believe it was War of the Worlds 2, which actually was one of the best rookie defenses that I've seen in seasons uh, of the rookies ebbing that flow of just getting slaughtered. And this is what pisses me off about some of the new people. Have you not watched any of these seasons? War of the Words 2 showed you how to effectively go against it. And they fuck it all up. They're just out here getting fucking slaughtered. So they deserve it. Back to the elimination. Um, I didn't love it. It was simple. And I know I'm the main one who say simple eliminations are usually the best. But climb up a rope, get the answer key, come back down, and figure out a puzzle. For an elimination, I thought it was a little bit too simplistic. Too simplistic. Should have given him a bat. After you're done with your puzzle, you got to beat him with a bat. That would have been interesting. (laughs) The difficulty rating on this is probably high, but visually for fans, it's not enough. That's the key. Because, like, I'm sure, like, we saw Logan. Logan was like, this is nothing. And then at the end, Logan's like, holy shit, I can't even put myself anymore. I'm struggling. Because I'm telling you right now, if we did that with, like, Devin or Josh, <laughs> I don't think they would have com- – Devin would have had to figure it all out on one turn, I feel. I like, honestly don't think Fessy would have done well in this either. I don't I, – I don't know. But, um, he, so here, here's one thing, though, that uh, I, I do think that they need to do before I talk about this elimination. I feel like they need to make the first elimination of every season a headbanger. Right away, set the tone for the season, get out of the way. You want to go into a hall brawl? You better go into the first elimination. You want to go into balls in? Better go into the first elimination. Otherwise, you ain't going to get that elimination. Because it's been very anticlimactic. We get to see new blood on it. And this elimination, realistically, it it went how it was supposed to. Well, I mean, kind of almost not. It was a little climatic or dramatic at the end but it was really anticlimactic like we knew who was going to win this in the end which sucks it does suck and and i i like the way you think about hey put a headbang at the beginning i mean a first episode hall brawl really get the juices flowing but also i'm not really totally against what they did in um free agents 
puzzle, physical, you know, one with running, you know, four, there's four eliminations uh, this season. There was, en- there was endurance because of the, like, pulled the tug of war thing with your back. Oh, yeah, a uh, uh, looper or a looper. variation of. But you got four fantastic eliminations and cycle through them. That will add a whole nother level of the game. Hey, th- there's four eliminations. We know when they're coming up. And wow. now you can start putting people in. I mean, think about it. For people like Fessy and CT, now you can, now you can time who you want to put them. You know, hey, we got to get power at a certain time to put them in against a certain elimination. And the, the great thing is you don't have to do it every season. You can do it every couple of seasons. You can do it once every three seasons. These, I really think Bunham and Murray and MTV really need to go in and start taking the best parts of what made this show great and what worked and start putting them together. And you don't have to do the same thing every season. You can change it up. But little things like that add complexity and layers to this game that will make it better. I like Gabo. I like Logan. This elimination was boring as fuck. I think the, the, what you're hoping for, the, the headbangers, it's hard to do with pairs. Like, especially guy-girl pairs. You have to separate them. It seems like they want, like, you can't have a hall brawl with a guy-girl pair. They have. They have before. But that was guy-guys, where they hopped no. over each other and girl-girls. It was, But either no. way, that's stupid. It was okay, dumb. Because you have to jump over people. It just didn't make any sense. It was a terrible hall brawl. I just, I was like, this is stupid. But anyway, I, if you want headbangers, you need to let them do things individually. So the guys hall brawl versus a girls hall brawl. And they want yeah. them to be together and stuck and locked in, especially with the two people that are voted in randomly. But so, they could, they could still I wish do that I, with them switching teams. Each winner comes back. They could do that. Yes, but they don't allow them to be separate. Saying, That's a problem. I wish Antonio was here so I could say everything can't be whole, bro. And everything doesn't need to be. Um, balls in. I would just... Exactly. I like balls in. So check this out. If I remember correctly, I don't think free agents had a hall bro. No. They had... It was like chicken fence and it was a... It was yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and, and, and you met. It was called Oppenheimer. And Oppenheimer. you had to like run around and it was... Co- and check this out. That works too. Or the one with... Um, the one from the duel, I think. It was either the duel or Inferno where it was like an L-shaped hall brawl. We had to go around the corner. That was Inferno 3, Derek versus Davis. God, I love your memory. Last elimination, Derek sneaks into the final. Yes, yes. (laughs) No, 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 no. good, good, I love it. And there's also the one where it was uh, Bear versus Joss, where it was like a maze of, Mm -hmm. you know, any one of those things, you know, are great. Everything doesn't have to be hall brawl, but there's so many great ideas to pull from, and what do we got? pull yourself up a rope and get the answer key fucking weak sauce what are they trying to prove here like our reality the challenge does not need to create any more eliminations we have enough we have enough you could pull the best 12 and and you could even leave Harbor off of it these kind of eliminations even though i do believe it was tough i do believe it gives the the other challengers uh, a good way excuse me to view what other people bring but it's not that great uh, visually. And if it's not great visually, I hate to say it, we may not need it. Or maybe you just got to tweak it some. This seemed lazy on production's behalf. And they can't even edit it to make it more exciting. There's like no way to make it exciting at all. they did edit it to make it exciting at the end. Probably wasn't nearly as close as we thought. 
The fact that Logan literally flopped down like he was like a dead body to go down from the top of the rope. I believe that. That I mean, pulling yourself up, hands only, on a rope. I mean, doing that shit with your legs is hard enough as, as it is. You think I'm climbing that rope? Listen, I'm climbing that rope for 15 minutes. I'm like, TJ, listen, we don't need to waste everybody's time. Cool. Yeah, Do you really think I'm going to be able to climb up that rope? I would get like two inches off the ground and be like, okay, I'm done. I just thought of a really cool idea that I feel like MTV like really missed on is um, the people that win the last season get to pick next season's eliminations. And then you can do like a little special, a little 20 minute special of like next season, they're going to go with these four eliminations and like production can throw in one that they want. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool if like, but they don't want people to be able to prepare for elimination. You still can't prepare. Why not? Why not? Yeah, but they won. If it's a sport, why not? I, I, I like that idea because it reminds me of when uh, the NBA, you know, when they have the, um, you know, the All-Star game, whoever wins the All-Star game gets home court advantage in the finals. So it's very similar. There is precedence. Wouldn't be the worst idea. Ba- baseball does that. I think the NBA did it before, too. Maybe one, they may not be I mean, doing um, it now. Like the, like the NFL, the Super Bowl champions get to like have the opening game on their home turf, get their rings in front of their fans, which like drains the other team that comes into town. Like, things like, you know, like but I'm saying like, I don't know. I, it's like, a, it's a nothing idea. It means nothing, but that's something that you should, because in literally in the special, you'd be like, all right, CT, what, what eliminations did you pick for this season? What, what Amber, what are you thinking? And then TJ comes in and goes, well, we got one elimination. Nobody's ready for and it just, I don't know. It's a little fun. It's a little fun. I don't know. Bunner Murray, give this man a job. All right. So after the elimination. Um, I'd Gab- replace every intern they have in one go. <laughs> well, Gabo takes the L. Uh, Logan takes the W. Logan decides to pick Nani. I can't tell you how much it boggles my mind that Nani and Devin are just at the top of everybody's list. But I understand why. Nani a little bit more because she's friends with a lot of people. Great social game. People aren't really going to go after her until we get a lot later into the game. She makes more sense than Devin. Devin seems good, but Devin doesn't really have a huge army. I mean, he's kind of integrated into the Big Brother Alliance. He does have some friends, but I wouldn't put... I mean, the fact that he got picked two, three times over his CT is fucking mind-boggling. Two questions. Two two questions before you dive away from this. One, both of you. Is the move from Anissa to Nani up, down, or is it like a parallel? Up, up, like up, up, stop. I just want to see if it, okay, now he doesn't pick Nani. Who do you think he should have picked? What would have been if the best Nani? option? Yeah, oh, if not Nani, a, who's the best option? Ashley. The best option. Ashley. Ashley is a uh, dual winner, and if you can get on her timetable, she'll take you to a final. True. I was gonna say either Ashley or Tori. Uh, I think Tori's overrated. I think Tori I, hasn't I, won any dailies yet. When I look at the caliber of girls that they have right now, Weeks there's off. not a whole lot of like top tier females. And, and you know what? I, I know we haven't seen Cara in a couple of seasons. I know she's happy doing her thing, but really, Cara will come in there and wipe the fucking floor oh, with the lot. All of them. Wipe the fucking floor. Oh. Man, I mean, I, I hate to think that it's because of Polly she's not coming back, but she's on a season like this, she would fuck it. And, but the thing about it is, a lot of other females too. Amanda should have been a heavy hitter this season. I don't know what she's doing, but people like 
Jenna will come in here and run shit. Kara will come oh, in here and run shit. Kayla will come in here and start ripping shit. Even a Marie would start rip. I mean, with the female talent that we have. Because Marie when it comes down to it, at- underrated. I'm surprised you didn't say Cam. I feel like Cam would have ate this season alive. Oh, she would have. She oh, she would have. It would have been so bad. Yeah. Cam would win this season. <laughs> She'd be like, I was still going through the list. This would have been a great season for Cam. Oh, reality too? This would have been a great season for Leroy also. Yes. This would have been a better season to end on for him, yeah. Yeah. This would have been good for him because he would have had a real he would have had a real shot. All he would have to do is get in good with Big Brother. I mean uh, He already I, I hate, has I a to, semi-decent relationship I hate with them. This, I hate to say this. Uh Leroy never really has a real shot at winning this show. I don't think he's built to win a final. No, bullshit. He came in second before. Um, because there was only two teams competing. Jenna and Jay got kicked out. Still came in second. <laughs> he has a real shot. Well, Jenna and Jay didn't get kicked out. They didn't complete their... The, the bad thing about they it is... DQ'd. The bad thing about it is it would probably depend really hard on who his partner was. And if... You know what? If Leeward came in here and partnered with Tori off top, but here's the problem. If they're swimming, he's already fallen off. If there's he's math, gotten better he's at already he has. He's gotten, he's okay, gotten he's much gotten, better. He's gotten better, but so has my eight-year-old daughter. She's gotten better at swimming. But doesn't mean she's oh, a damn. good swimmer yet. Well, I'm he's strong. I'm a lot stronger than he was before. Give to make some everybody credit. sad before no, we get out is. of here. No, stop. He is. He is. But I'm just <laughs> <Stop>. saying <laughs> he's still not top. Like, there's a reason why like Jordan enters the final. Jordan could win it every time. He's a great runner, great swimmer, great physical. He can lift things up. He's smart and can do puzzles. Like he can do everything. I, mean, I don't know about eating. I've never seen him have to eat before, but that's why. But if you take out one of those Jordan core would eat four, as young. maybe, but, but if you take out one of those core four, <laughs> then I think your chances of getting first drop. Yeah. God, I hate that guy. But once Jordan, like I said, once Jordan bananas are CT and I think they have a very those three have a very significant portion of like the last 10 fucking shows. Uh, there was, oh, I wish I had this. There's something what? with those three. There hasn't been somebody that's, that's won a show or what is it? There's something like those guys have won or been in a final for like 14 or 12 seasons in a row or something like that. Yeah. I mean, outside of uh, uh, War of the Worlds 2, I think about it, it's all been um, Jordan oh. CT Bananas. Jordan CT won War of the Worlds too. Yeah, but so did like Rogan. No, but they're saying like those guys but yeah, have won. <laughs> like outside Rogan. of that, or better than final. Yeah. But yeah, outside of that, those guys have won. Uh, you know, they, they've been in all of these. So there, there was somebody else that was at. There was like four people that were at it. it was uh, like Hunter for Hunter West or something like that. No, uh, Hunter Turbo and <sighs> Turbo. Think it was. Hunter Turbo. Bring my husband back. And he's Jesus. never coming. He's, too I know. he's right. not entertaining enough, but let's he move on. Totally it's is entertaining. entertaining. He's really entertaining World of the Worlds, too. <laughs> so he's gonna he fucking was kill him. So entertaining. And, and oh, you know I love him. This I, we'll debate about this later. This is how I know I'm a terrible You're person. I'll be like, I'm so okay with turbo murders him. I'll be okay with that. But moving <laughs> on, the last thing is Huey and me are gonna be the last team together. They're gonna be the rookie team. All that bitching and moaning that Huey did, 
he's probably he is definitely going to be in elimination next week. He's and like, he's going to lose because he won't have Amber. Now I hope it's not a hall brawl. Oh god, that Hue- was I don't I don't want to see Huey in a hall brawl. I don't want to see tough. that. I mean, Huey's Huey a gets boxer, punched in the face though. for a living. I I don't care. I don't want to see him get hurt. I like Huey too much. Aww. I, I want to see Huey lying in the sand crying and No, pain. that's no, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I want to see, that I wanna so see Huey get hey. so heated and turn into like Super Saiyan and destroy everything. Huey versus Here's Nelson. Because you know be he great. can. So here's the thing. I'm not going to say what, because I don't know. This isn't spoilers. I'm not going to say anything, but there is a hall brawl this season because we is see there? it in the, op- there, we saw in the opening promo the trailer. Uh, for the series. It's in the trailer. We also see one. There's going to be a female in the hall brawl because we see her screaming um, like before or after it to get pumped. I mean, if you can, there's a braid, so you can see it's a girl. Doesn't mean there's not guys, but so like we know those things. And, but if you really want to like dive deep, go look at the trailer and pause it as it happens. I'm sure you can figure it out. I try, when I see those trailers, I like try and not look because otherwise I'll dissect it and be like, because like if, if I see somebody that I know is in a hall brawl and they've been in one of these first five eliminations, I go, well, they're going to win because they haven't been in a hall brawl yet. Like my mind fucking, I can't help it. No, nah, I definitely feel you're not. Well, that's going to close out episode five of the challenge hey. season 37. Sp- I give it a, I give it a six. Give it a six, Becky. What do yeah. you give this episode? Five. I'm with five. you. It's a five. It was mid. We got some drama. None of it was really that great. We got some Next good week. action. That's only great to us because we appreciate that kind of shit. But for most people, we understand why you feel the way you do. Uh, Bunner Murray, MTV, get your shit together. CBS Viacom, stop coming after our videos. I'm gonna fuck one of y'all up. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Make sure you follow. <laughs> Make sure you follow <laughs> Love War Challenges on Facebook at facebook.com slash Love War Challenges. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and multiple other places like Reddit. What are we doing there? We're there at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure you get all of your Love War Challenges gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com. Make sure you get all of your customizable, custom flag, custom name. The Challenge 37 gear and multiple other seasons. You can get that at shopthechallenge.com. Make sure you pick up your gamer special edition gamer vev jersey, which the people are buying. It is a fucking redonkulous. But I'm glad you guys love it. Gamer glad Vev is popular. Gamer Vev, yo, 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 that's my dude right there. It's a he dude, hates right? me. Is it a dude? I don't is know. It, I don't dude. know. I don't know. He heard. We have a he business heard. deal. He heard. I don't know they, what sex they, what they, sex they are. are very they, popular. They, they are very That's popular. right. We Thank respect you. the pronouns. Hey, um, gamer, <laughs> unblock me. <laughs> oh, yes. Make sure you visit. Just TikTok. kidding. You don't have to. You don't have make to. Sure you follow, you don't make sure you follow LWC Podcast on TikTok at Love War Challenges. We are getting quite popular over there. And please, please, please go out there and make sure you follow us on YouTube. Uh, things are getting a lot better over there, except for CBS Viacom. Always in our shit. Step the fuck off. Thanks. You know who you are. You, I, I didn't even tell you. You know what I got? I got something that could up up convert some of the older stuff, so I can take some of the older seasons and up convert it to four K. Only bad thing is, it means it would take me two months to do a fucking video because that shit takes so fucking long. 
it takes literally 28 hours to upload one hour footage. Oh, shit. But I think I have an idea of how to do it. I don't know yet. We'll see when we get up there, make a list. Make sure you follow us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Thank you guys for commenting. We'll see you guys next week. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. This is Love, War, Challenges. Good night.